Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Joe Vore Podcast, JV Podcast Network. Little JV Podcast After Dark. I am with my very special guest, Patsy. But you don't know who Patsy is. You know Hella Cougar on TikTok, Instagram, all of that good stuff. We're going to get into that, but quickly, just a quick reminder, do not forget YouTube. We are available, the Joe Vore Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, hit the bell notifications. Never miss an episode. You Unfortunately, you don't want to look at us. That's fine. We're on Apple and Spotify, the Joe Vore Podcast. Be sure to like, rate, review, subscribe, follow, all of that good stuff. So, Patsy, as I mentioned, she is, um, you included this in the email that you sent me. Are, would you say, are you the Alex Cooper of Cougars? Or is that is that your trajectory right now? Did I say that? You yes. did. Those are some big words. Did Those I? are. But I agree because, oh you, because just to give everyone some background, Patsy and I talked about a week ago, a little less than a week ago. I reached out to her. I saw one of her TikToks. She creates all of this cougar content. It was like my seventh grade dream. I'm like, where was all this content when this was like, like if I would have told myself, hey, a few years down the line, you're going to have a podcast. You're going to be interviewing a cougar who has this awesome social media following who's so funny. And then next week on the schedule, you're going to be interviewing an adult film star. I would have been like, I made it. I'm like... I'm like the goat. Yeah. I'm like conversation yeah, that, over. That, that's like goals. Goals. Goal. If I would have told my seventh, retire after next week, just retire. Yeah, after that interview, I'm done. I'm, I'm throwing. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm gonna let everyone else have a chance. I'll let Joe Rogan go back to being number one, and we'll be good. Exactly. Exactly. Let him do his thing. Yeah, let him do his thing. Whatever. You know, he took my name. He may be older than me, but he should have. He should have known. But I reach out to Patsy, guys. I'm like, your content is. I thank God she she was getting big. On TikTok, I don't know if she. I'm like, I don't know if she's gonna see my message. Thank gosh, she wasn't as big on Instagram at the time. I, I slid in the DMs. I'm like, hey, your videos are awesome, so funny. You'd be great. Come on my podcast. So we set up a little call. We talk a little bit, and I'm like, hey, I love the Q and As that you do. So do a little thing on your TikTok and Instagram, and let's get like hype up the podcast. Let's get fans to write in questions, and. People wrote in, they wrote in amazing questions. And at the top of your email, I got it right here. You like, I feel like Alex Cooper dot, dot, dot questions of the mother effing week, baby. And I was just like, they got me fired up. Yes. Yes, because as I was typing, I had her voice in my head and how she does that very funny introduction to her questions. Of oh, the, yeah. she, she's I the best. Because, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, you know, she she she's the best. But you, I will, I you know, you may not claim it, but I will claim it for you. The Alex Cooper, um, of Cougars. So if you guys want to check her out again at Hella Cougar TikTok and Instagram, the stuff is electric. It's great. It is great. So Patsy, how how are you know? And I, and I hope you know. I'm gonna ask you how you're doing. I'm gonna butter you up here because you know what I told all my friends is I'm like yeah this is great, but you know I, I'm really I'm really just having Patsy on to flirt with her just just to see how that how that goes. So how right, are, so have you ever been with an older woman? No, I, I haven't Patsy. Like I said, this was like my childhood, my childhood dream. And now here I am. We're, we're face to face. You should have done your research. That was part of the research before this interview. I know, I know, but it was such a, I was so busy and had so many other, other things going on. I need to, but I'm going to learn so much more today. I'm, I'm going to be not an expert, but I'm going to be, I'm going to be on my way after today. Yes, I really we feel are like gonna it. set you up for success today, Joe. Yes. I can't wait. I can't wait. Yes, so you're gonna be all set after this for sure. Yes. So I, so you're in Florida, right? Yes, yeah. Down in you, South Florida. Yeah. So I would I don't know if I would say, but Florida does seem like a place it would be breeding ground for cougars. What what would you say is the best place for a young guy who's into older women to be like, hey, like this is prime real estate for me if I like to date older, if I want a cougar? You know, I would say definitely if you're in a major metropolitan area, that definitely helps because, you know, this is still something that at least I find with women, they're still not quite out there with. They're, I, you know, that's one of the things I'm doing with, with the book I'm writing is I, I want to re recruit more women. That, you know, there's like a really high demand for cougars out there from what I see. So I think if you are in a major metropolitan area, uh, it's, uh, it just sets you up for greater success. So, you know, Southern California or Northern California, New York, yeah. you know, the Northeast, South Florida, Chicago, these big cities, Dallas, 
Um, you know, and then of course, anywhere where you have a lot of women who may have, you know, might be older and divorced and looking to get back out there again. Um, so I think that that's, that would be what I would say in terms of finding someone. No, I, sure. I, I agree. And being out here in Arizona, I'm in Tempe, but I'm obviously super close to Tempe and especially Scottsdale. I don't know exact. Oh, yeah. I don't know exactly what the cougar population and demographic is here, but I tell you what, out of all the places I've been, I am confident in saying I think Scottsdale is the sugar daddy capital of the world. Yes. I mean, Wait, sugar daddy or sugar mama? No, sugar daddy, for sure. Yes. Yes. I mean, we, 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 yes. I've done some videos when I was doing interviews with Daily Dropout. We, we, had, a, we had a cougar thing um, that, that we did. And, you know, when I would be out there in Scottsdale around all the bars, you would see these guys who are older, not as good looking, whether they hired these women or whether they were just super rich. I've seen both. I actually, one yeah. time, I forget what we were asking, maybe something about one night stands or something. And I interviewed this girl. She was with this older guy, way better looking than this guy. Right. And it was like a drug deal after she, like, as she shook my hand after we did it, she handed me her card I'm going to see if I have it. I'm going to see if I have it. I need to show you this. Oh, it's right here. Come on. I swear to God, look at this. She. I'll try to block out her uh, her number here. Her business. Do you see this? It says Paris. Yeah. So this was like some. What is that image? It's like a leg in lingerie and it says Paris, personal host. This is after, after I interviewed her. She shook my hand before she went back to this old guy that obviously hired her for the night. Personal host, in quotes, never free but always available, direct to you 24 hours. And the best part on the back, there's like a punch system, like you're at like Mr. Hero subs or something that you get, I love referrals, I offer 10% off each new client and special offer, earn a free hour after your 10th visit. Oh my God, so it's like the dry cleaner and like you get your pants cleaned for free after Legit, if you can see this, I mean- Oh my God. It's like she goes around with the puncher or marks it or whatever she needs to do so you can keep track of it. It's like a rewards program. It's like it's like swiping your, uh, to, to speak in Florida terms, Publix. That's the grocery store down there. It's like getting your Publix rewards. Yeah, getting that free frozen yogurt, you know, yes. after your 10th one. Yes. Oh, my God, that is classic. <laughs> Incredible. I'm so glad that I had that readily available. That almost slipped my mind. But, yes, um, yeah, so Scottsdale is a breeding ground for the sugar daddies. Um, and sugar mamas, I bet too. I, I'm I, sure. um, I do have cougar friends in, in Phoenix proper and Scottsdale. Yeah. And yes, I would, I would say that that's breeding yeah. ground. How do you network like this? Has that kind of started since you started your thing? Are there like, I swear there's Facebook groups for everything. Are there like Facebook groups for like cougars all over the world? Or do you guys kind of ride more, more like incognito? I, I mean, I'm riding solo. I really, Interesting. I, you know, one college friend reached out to me after I went public with this and was like, oh my God, this is so funny. Um, you know, this is great. I'm totally into it too. She's just coming out of a divorce. But I mean, really, I know I, I don't, there's not like a network of them. It's really something you kind of do on the sly and you don't tell your friends about. Right. Um, you just don't because of the stigma attached to it. You know, and guys are funny about it too. I've found a lot of younger guys like to keep it on the DL. They don't want to, you know, they don't want their friends to know. There's still a lot of shame around it. Um, yeah, but, which is now very I'm bust that up. Right, I'm done with it. Yeah, which is very interesting, and that's what I love about what you're doing because you would think, especially as a guy, right? We would be, especially a younger guy, we would. You know, when you talk with your friends and you have that, you know, locker room talk or whatever you want to call it, you'd be like, "Oh, like how cool would it be?" Or you, or you always give the one guy crap who's mom is a little bit younger and is like pretty. It's just like, I mean, I, I have one friend, I'll never forget playing baseball and totally. one kid played second base. One kid played shortstop. We went to neighboring schools and I was on second base and I look at my buddy Mason. I'm like, Mason, how's your mom doing? And then the shortstop starts laughing. I'm like, don't you start Avery. Your mom's hot too. I'm going to ask her how she's doing here in a second. Like we would always like, you always mess with the one kid who has the, who has the mom who's pretty. Right. Oh, yeah. And, but, but, but when it comes to it, when it comes to game time or whatever you want to call it, you, you you know, and you're actually in it and your reality is, okay, I'm with this older woman for some reason, you know, why is it that you, you talk it up, but but when you're actually in it, you're just, um, you you know, you're like living in the dark. 
it's it's funny. I, you know, I've definitely met two types of guys. You know, some types, some of them uh, absolutely will not be seen with me in public. You know, if I want to just grab a coffee first or, you know, grab dinner or drinks or something, they they absolutely will not meet me in public. Interesting. Um, I've had some guys that just, you know, done chickened out and were just too embarrassed, you know, and then uh, stood me up. Um, I've had other guys, you know, who are like, you know, I can see them on their phone the second they're done with our encounter and they're walking out my door to get their mm. Uber and they're like, you know, calling and texting their friends. Jeez. Yikes. <laughs> you know, trying to Snapchat a picture of me with them, you know, to, to brag. So it's kind of all over the place, oh, but um, there is still a lot of embarrassment about it. Or they, guys think that it's almost like one of those weird fetishes to be into an older woman. Some do, not all. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, because we were talking, and, and I kind of want to get into this. Um, I know we're going to have fun, but this is more of a serious serious thing. We, Like I mentioned, we, we talked about this last time we, we spoke, is, you know, I didn't look it up for sure, but I, I, I'm going to agree with you, and, and I guarantee that's what it is. On porn, the most searched category or the most popular category is going to be, you know, the some combination of, you know, MILF, mom, mom hot cougar, mom. hot mom, older woman, whatever it is. And like you said, that's so popular. Do you think, and you brought up a great point, you know, especially now we're going through this pandemic, you know, you know, depending on where you are, you're more locked down than other states. You know, I think we're pretty lucky being both in Arizona and Florida, respectively. You know, we're able to have a little bit more social life than someone that's living maybe in Southern California or New York City. Um, but, you know, have you seen or, or have you felt and, and, and maybe and even more so beforehand People are, you know, they get unrealistic expectations or they oh, become, yeah. or, you know, if they're going through a dry spell of just, you know, not just not having sex, but just not getting dates and having interaction with, you know, with the opposite sex or whoever you're attracted to, attracted to in general. Um, and that, that makes you, you know, maybe almost not only unrealistic expectations, but too reliant on something. And that could negate you from wanting to go out and meet new people or hang out. Uh, with people that, you know, you would be, have relations with that are, you know, more than just a friend. Yeah. And I, you know, this is such a great topic and I'm glad that you're bringing it up because I think it has further reaching implications than even just, um, you know, what an older woman encounters with guys who've been watching this kind of stuff. And, you know, I want to preface this by saying that I, I, you know, I have had my fun with porn and with boyfriends and watching it. And, you know, it, I do not negate that at all. And the, and the, people who do that work. But what I found in my own personal experience is a few things. Um, number one is that guys get really sensitized to watching it. If, if they're watching it on a very regular basis to the fact, to the point where, you know, I've been with guys and they just, um, they, there's ED, erectile dysfunction that happens then when I'm with them. And I'm, you know, I'm thinking, God, you know, number one, is it me or is it just, you know, with a young guy, like, what, how are we having this problem? Right. And I do think it's because they're just so sensitized to watching the porn to get off. And so, I mean, I've been in some of these encounters and I'm like, you know, they've got to pull out their freaking phone to, you know, take care of their business to have wow. that additional stimulation uh, in this interaction. So I think that's, you know, that's one thing that's happened. Um, and, and, you know, it just, it, it, to your point with the pandemic, it does, make it easy to just stay home, you know, and, and, and you don't have to bother with freaking Tinder or Bumble or, you know, trying to dial up some fun for yourself. You just get on porn. You can take care of your business. doesn't cost any money and you're done with it. Right. Um, but then the other thing too is expectations. So guys um, not having other role models or not having any other way of seeing how, what women like assume that these actresses and what they're doing is what women want in general. Right. And, you know, these women are being paid. Uh, they're being directed. They are acting in these scenes. And, um, you know, that that's not, I mean, some of that stuff I might enjoy, but no, overwhelmingly not. That That's just not how sex happens. It's not necessarily pleasurable. And, um, you know, it, it's just, you know, you look at these videos. I'm sure you've seen them. Have you seen them? Oh, I, I, I've, I've had some, ex- I, I've seen some, some videos. I'm not gonna, I'm getting red here, but yes, I'm not gonna, I can't lie to you, Patsy. I can't lie to you, Patsy. No, you better not. I won't. Cause you'll, fi- you'll know, you'll find out. I will root that answer out. Yes, you will. No, it's just, you know, they're, they're very hyper-sexualized women and it's just like, they're, can we curse on this? Yeah. Anything goes. Okay. It's like they're just so desperate for that, you know, hot young cock, and they're just like, you know, like, 
they just want it all over them and they're just right. willing to take it in any and all holes and it's right. just like the, you know and please i'm as horny and i love men more than the next gal right but it's just it's yeah it's just different you know i also like to be pleased and a right. lot of porn doesn't involve that right and and i think the so, point yeah. that we talked about too and i can't wait till 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 my till my next interview and i'm, I'm gonna really i think get the answer to these questions uh, when I interview the adult film star, but you know how di- you know it's viewed as different than you know going to see a movie in the theaters or streaming a movie. But like you mentioned, they're, they're being paid. There's some sort of script. There's a director. It's a production, and you know a lot of the times, you know the girls are like or the guys, you know I don't necessarily like this, but this is my job today, and, and this is what it calls for. Do you think everyone that we see in movies, like I, I think about like. Um, you, you know, if we see someone play a, a slave owner or a racist or, or, you know, look like, you know, Brokeback Mountain, you know, Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal, they weren't gay, but they played that. But just because you see that, does that mean automatically that that's just what they do in, right. in their real life? And, but, but it's looked at as so much different because porn is looked at as something that's explicit. That's kind of taboo. That should almost be, you know, foreign and, and, and banned, you know, kind of like, it's almost like dark web. But then we look at movies and it's like art. You know what I mean? Right. It's just it's just so different. And I understand why there's a difference there um, be, because I think there's a lot more research um, behind, you know, what porn can do to you, you know, talking about leading to, you know, erectile dysfunction or you're too reliant on it, even at a young age when you should not be dealing with those issues versus movies and video games and things like that. You know, people have tried to blame those things for certain actions or violence and, and things like that, but but I don't think the research backs it up as much or really at all, especially compared to porn. And I think that's why there's such a difference. People really can't make that differentiation. I even ran into it too with my interview videos. There, there were some videos when first off, like we would ask like girls, you know, like what makes a guy a good kisser? And I would end up like, yeah. You know, and you know, like you would end up like kissing some of these girls, and everyone just thought I was just like man whore. I'm like, no, like you don't get it. Like I'm t- unless like I'm doing a podcast or interviewing someone without my microphone, I'm like a mute. I'm like an introvert. I can't do it. I can't like go to talk to people. But I'm, if I'm like in interview, like personality mode, I can do it. But like some people just you know they can't make the there. There really is a separation there, and people yeah. some people who don't understand, um, it just makes it really tough, especially when it's especially with this and it's on such a big scale, it's the majority. So that's just kind of what's, what's pushed from, from a young age. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. That is the only impression that, that guys get for how sex happens. Like that is their sex education. Yeah. Um, is, you know, is, is porn and, you know, with girls their own age too, you know, it's just kind of what they think that's what it's supposed to be. And young women too think that that's what sex is supposed to be. Yeah. And and school is such a tough place because I feel like it's so sensitive and teachers almost don't want to push, push things now because they're one email to an administrator away, even if it's not their fault from getting in trouble and possibly, losing their job. So, you know, you have the health teacher in school who's, you know, pretty much telling you if you hug a girl without a condom on, you're going to get AIDS. And then a kid goes home and, you know, watches porn. And, you know, so they're hearing this one thing at school, the teacher may be afraid to go, you know, say what it really is. And it's hard for a kid who's in seventh grade or ninth grade, 10th grade, whenever it's really introduced and taught to you, um, to make that differentiation. And you're so young. It's, it's, um, it's almost impossible yeah. and, and it's so tough to do and not every parent is comfortable having, you know, talking to, to their kids. You know, it kind of needs to come from that third party, but it's it's tough to, it's almost impossible. I, I feel, you know, really bad for everyone, you know, that has to go through and, and learn that. It's very tough. It is. And I just, you know, this is something I was writing about yesterday, or I think I did something on Instagram about it, just about, you know, society, what a fucked up relationship we have with sex. I mean, and it's just, you know, it stems from so many aspects, but, you know, this purity culture, um, you know, distorted religion and, you know, remnants of patriarchy that are still in place, you know, that just like, just screw it up. It just messes up this whole relationship we have with sex in society. I, I know, and, and it's so true, and we see it all the time. It's nothing new, but, you know, the, the reality is a guy bangs a bunch of girls. He's the, he's a stud. He's the best. A girl does it. She's a slut. And I can understand, you know, if, you know, you would like to date a girl that maybe hasn't been with as many guys. 
But also, you know, it can't be both ways. You can't be the guy that sleeps around and then, you know, wants to find the girl. And, you know, if you want that, that's fine. But you can't be like so vocal about, you know, you can't be a hypocrite here. You know, personally for me, I'm like, you know what, do your, you know, it's all about, you know, being safe and being smart. And, and as long as you do those things, you know, I, I really don't care about your past. And, and that's what I've noticed. I've, I've enjoyed so much from moving from Ohio. I'm so glad that I grew up there, but it was a very small town and you know everything. And when you date people and, and it's high school and, and you know that age and you're growing up, it, it can be very tough when you know about other people or other things or people aren't just in high school and they're fucking assholes and they say things <clears throat> that may not even be true versus now moving out to where I am in Arizona. And when I was in school, and I'm not, I'm saying that like I've been out of school for 10 years. I just graduated, you know, less than a year ago, but you know, you're with people that are from, maybe they are from Ohio, but they're from Arizona. They're from California. They're international. They're from wherever. I don't give a shit what you used to do. If we're going to have any sort of relations or anything, we're going to make sure that we're doing it safely. We're doing it smartly. But other than that, I really don't care what happened before. And, and I, I don't, and, right, and like, right. and I feel like that's, you know, I'm kind of in the, the minority that way. And, and I feel like Things would be a lot better. Relationships would be a lot better if, and communication would be a lot more clear and straightforward if just more people could kind of get on that, get on that train. Yes, no, and I, yeah, no, I think that's great that you have that attitude, and I really wish more people would have that too. And you know, it's funny. I had to work through my own stigma with that, and um, when I started doing this, and you know, you're getting on Tinder, and you have all these, you know, opportunities, and it was like I literally had to do this thing in my brain, like. You know, I had this idealized self-image of myself of like this pure, clean, sweet woman. And, you know, I have safe sex and I know a person before I have sex and I don't do one night stands and I'm, you know, oh, it's Patsy's just so proper. And then I just, you know, if I had an opportunity, let's say I met two different guys in one week and I, I mean, I had to have like a come to Jesus to myself, like, oh my God, like, is that too much to have, you know, back to back sex like that with right. two different guys in one week and not have a relationship like you know, I had to work on that myself. And, you know, what are people going to think? And they're going to think that I'm this used piece of garbage or something. And then yeah. I just was like, oh, my God, like, that's just so exhausting. Yeah. I can't keep up with all that. It's it's literally a construct of my mind. It's not based in any kind of reality. Right. It's, it's so it's, easy it's to measuring. get into your own head. Yeah, just measuring off some ideal that is so arbitrary that I created for myself. And so I just, you know... I, I ditched it and I'm glad I did. And you know, it's funny. The other funny thing I had going was this, this, I wonder that if I became public with this, that if I, at some point I chose to date a man, my age, I wondered, you know, if, if I would never be able to attract a, a decent man, my age, because of, you know, my sexual history now and me being very public about it. Right. And that, you know, who knows? I, I don't know. And I, so I finally hung that one up too. Yeah. And I don't know. That's great. Well, and I want, so I want to now, I, Patsy, I want to get it. We, we just went into, we went into a deep dive there, which I love. I absolutely love. I, I want to get into your origin story that now I, I want to know, like, so answer, you know, along this with your story, answer a couple of questions, you know, is there a certain, like, how did you know, you know, that you, you liked younger guys? And, and when does that, you know, when is that age when you can really realize? Cause you know, if you're like, 28 and someone's like 23, you know, that's not really a cougar, right? And then, you know, obviously, you know, you really can't be a cougar when you're 18. You know, you can't be telling your friends like, hey, that uh, quarterback, yeah, no. <laughs> quarterback of the junior high football team is pretty cute. He's going to be a freshman next year. It's like, well, yeah, Patsy, you're also graduating. Quit being weird. So w when is that age when, when you start, you know, where, you know, really is kind of the, the unofficial you know, kind of the Mendoza line in baseball, you know, you got to be above this, you know, to be, to be the cougar. So when does that age kick in? And then just kind of tell your origin story, you know, have you always been like this? Just kind of, let's just go down memory lane here, take us back and then work us up to, uh, to modern day. Cause I'm fascinated with it. So believe it or not, I always used to be into really older guys, like wow. older than me. Like I, you know, I was that, you know, silver foxes of the world, the older guys, that was always, I really liked that. And uh, in my 30s, I was in a committed relationship for 10 years. I was not married, but um, we were together 10 years. And awesome guy, amazing guy. He's super, he's still in my life, a dear friend. 
But um, I just started feeling really stuck in my life, um, just in my career and in my relationship. And it was it was towards the end of that relationship. I remember going to the mall with my girlfriend, and I'd be like slowing down as I was walking in front of the Abercrombie stores. This is back when people went to malls. And I remember the first time I did that, and I was like, "Oh my God, damn! Like what? Pepsi, you're 38 years old. Like what are you doing? Like literally, like hawking these guys. You know, selling clothes at Abercrombie, and then you know they used to have these like super racy catalogs too that were just like so right. freaking hot. They, they did they have guys? Things. Did they have guys standing outside the store? Was was it one of those Abercrombies, or was it just the guys inside? It was just the guys inside, okay. and I was like associating with those super hot, racy catalogs that they finally had to ban because they were just like bordering on, I don't know, obscene, supposedly. Right. So I just thought, oh my God, like what was that? And I started at 38, 37 to 38, noticing younger men. And then, then you know, I was still like in this committed relationship, but I remember joking with my best friend, being like, yeah, man, if I'm ever single again, I'm going right back to that damn store and I'm going to go hit that guy up. Amazing. And it was just a joke, right? Right. Well, at like 39, I ended up leaving that relationship and I went on this yoga retreat, right? And um, it was a week in a, you know, an exotic location. Ooh. And one of the uh, attendees there was a gentleman who was 10 years younger than me. And oh my God, like I could not stop hawking this guy like all week. I couldn't talk to him, right? Because yeah. it was a silent yoga retreat. Yeah. And, you know, here I'm supposed to be having like all these pure thoughts and I'm trying to find God and myself and, and you know, find out who I am again and yeah. you know, realign my life and all this like spiritual stuff. And I could not get this guy out of my mind. And then turns out like during the week, he was a massage therapist. So I'm like, Guess whose name is top of his list to sign up to get a massage in this I got an appointment. Here we go. First one of the day. I mean, he is so bad, right? So I got this amazing massage, you know, from him um, at this exotic location. And then it turns out the day that I could talk to him, right, I found out that he lived in that, in that destination. And I was um, going to be extending my stay. So I was like, oh, well, you know, like we should get together. So uh, we did get together and um, it was, we just, it, it, he was my first cubby. He was my first younger guy. He was 10 years younger than me. And at the time, I, you know, I, I, I was kind of with another guy when this happened. And um, God, I can't believe I'm saying these things. It's terrible. But we hadn't like committed, committed, right? You know? Right, yeah. I do not condone cheating, okay? No cheating. Um, we, we had not committed, committed, but I committed, committed after that. And I was with him for four years. And then I was with a guy who was like 70, right? Whoa. For four years. So after, after Mr. 70 year old, um, I was done. Yeah. Like I, that was it. When I just decided we are going full bore with this younger guy. Thing. So, so what was and, it about the, so, so you were with a guy who was around your same age, long, long relationship, a decade, you said, and then yeah. you go, then you're with this young hot masseuse exotic location you know th this is like fantasy land this is awesome for you and then you go to a 70 so what was it about the 70 year old guy especially after you know you, you're kind of like you, you kind of you had all three in a row you had same age you had a younger guy and then a way older guy so so i mean what was it about this 70 year old guy that you know hey, dude, man, got i you? don't know i love extremes in life i, I guess love, i love experiences in life I love out there kind of stuff that just makes me think, makes me experience, makes me grow, is interesting, is fascinating, is different. So I think that was it, is just having all of these diverse experiences with men. I really, you know, I always knew, I never got married. Um, I always knew I would just have a series of relationships in my life. That's what works for me. Yeah. That's fun for me. It keeps things interesting. I'm always growing and learning. Now, that can also happen in a committed relationship as well. But it's just not my thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but so it was funny during this kind of association with this older man then, this much, much older man. I have friends who have a, a beautiful yacht that invite me uh, to go all over the world with them on this Amazing. Day. And you know what works on yachts. Oh my God. All of these young guys, yeah. from like all of these amazing, like Australia, Fiji, oh. New Zealand, Great Britain, you know, Ireland, like I mean, South Africa. 
these young deckies that you know sit there and like they're you know waiting on you hand and foot and like right. handing you towels when you get out of the shower and you know not in your cabin but down right you know, right back of the boat after first class service snorkel. and i'm just like flirting my ass off with these guys and finally so finally my I, my best friend and partner in life is a gay man he after this he's like you are done with this old man okay done get rid of it yes. you i'm gonna set i'm gonna do a tinder profile for you and I'm like, Smart oh, guy. no, you're not. And so I said, I can't go on Tinder. What are people going to think? I mean, that's for people right. who hook up. Right. He's like, yeah, that's right. He goes, I see you with these guys. Like, this, no. So he kept like threatening me to set up my Tinder profile. I'm like, I do not need a gay man setting my you know, Tinder profile up. Right. So finally, like, one day, uh, he badgered me for months. And finally, one day, I was bored. And I just created it. Actually, I was in Canada, so now actually I pay my Tinder fees in Canadian dollars. <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, it's just a true story. It's amazing. I get that bill every month. I send on my statement. I'm like, God, like I wonder if I pay less or more because of the of the right. The it might go back and forth depending on how strong the dollar is. Honestly. I know exactly. So yeah, it's a different fee every month. Yeah. So yeah, that's what really started it. And it was funny back then. My my settings were I think like probably like twenty seven or thirty even maybe to like seventy. Whoa. And then gradually over over you know six months I skewed it way down, and now it's literally like eighteen to thirty I think. Okay. Um, but yeah, and that's where it started. And then my first my first one out of the gate with that was another yachty. So, wow! Still, still friends with him. So I love, I love the names. That's kind of how it started. I love the names for everything. Cubbies, which is great. Yachties, which is, I mean, all these names are, are great, and it's like a very, it's, I, I don't know what, I don't know how, what does others say. It's, it's just, sick, is what it is. It's, but I think it's awesome. This is great. It is a little bit sick and twisted, but that's great. That's what <laughs> After Dark is for, Patsy. That's why I wanted you. I'm like, this is the poster child. This is my first interview. <laughs> She's the best. Oh, it's legit. Comments are like, are you really a cougar? I'm like, yes, I am really a cougar. Like, see, I am actually out there doing this crazy shit. See, this this is what I love about you because we were talking. You know, you you were trying to work. You're kind of, I, I assume from what you told me, you know, your kind of ultimate dream is, is here. You want to turn this in to a book, which I think is great. But what I think is equally as great and equally as as important is this is really you. You are really doing this stuff. This wasn't, hey, I want to write a book. Um, you know, what's the best, you know, oh, ca no. ca catch here no, I can no, no. do. This, this is lived experience. This is lived experience, which I think is great. You know, so from what I assume, so you were talking to some sort of publishers or agents and they're like, well, you have to have some, some form of platform here. So basically, yeah. okay. So what, what was I saying here? So we were talking about book publishing. Yes. Book publishing. So, so from what I understand, you're talking to these agents, the, these publishers, right? And they're like, well, you have to have some form of plat some you know some sort of platform so you decide to go the Instagram TikTok route and basically all your stories you've just have started sharing on TikTok you created or you know not really created but brought to life this cougar personality that is really you and what's so great about it is there's a market for this and there's guys like me who want to interview you on podcasts or guys that do want to approach older women or they're just curious and like today that we're about to get to, so many people write in in your Q of it and your Q and A's and are just are just killer because people want this information and you have the answers. Especially guys, I feel like you know women, whether it's our age, older, a little bit younger, whatever it is, is a big mystery and it's a big market and you have the answers and, and they think that's why it's so so great and that's why I enjoy so much uh, what you're doing and I imagine you know, the people that you were, that you were in talks with, like, Hey, if this, what you, this is what you want to do. This is what you got to do. I imagine you're, uh, you're definitely on the right track. Yes. The metrics are good. But the thing is, is like, so the, with the book though, um, and actually with my life, it's, it's all of this crazy, funny cougar stuff, but I really am a spiritual person at heart. Yeah. Like that's who I am. Like I, that is everything to me. And, um, you know, I love to bring that to everything that I share and do. And, um, you know, young men don't typically read a lot of books, right. you know, so I don't know that they will be the primary readers of this book other than the sorted stories that I will be sharing. 
Um, but yeah, but I've been told, you know, metrics are metrics. So just get the numbers up. And, and that's right. the funny thing about that, Joe, is that, you know, I've actually discovered that I really enjoy communicating and I yeah. love doing those, those crazy videos and, um, sharing with people. It's just been really fun for me. And I love setting young men up for success. Like yes. I love guys. So, and always have been, I have always been boy crazy since yeah. I can, I mean, since kindergarten or before always. Uh, and so I just, I love, you know, setting these guys up for success. I love in it. In a respectful way. I love it. So what do you say? Should we get to some of these questions? Let's do it. Yes. And again, just again, thank you so much for Patsy. Thanks for, thanks for putting that out there. And everyone who wrote in questions, awesome job. These are going to be really fun. Sorry if we don't get to all of them. A lot of them are very similar. So I kind of sort of grouped them together. Um, so yeah. we're, we're going to knock, knock them all out. So. Um, one of the ones, a couple quick ones to start off. Patsy, are you single? Patsy is single. Ooh, Patsy's single. Is. You think I would be putting my business out there if I wasn't? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> yes. Who knows? I am very, very single. Very and good. I enjoy it. I good. Love it. I love it too. Um, so what would you say are kind of the pros and advantages of dating an older woman, especially, you know, someone like me, you know, what would be the advantage of someone that's older like you, more experienced, more life experience, just more cerebral versus someone that's still trying to figure their life out that's, you know, between 23 and 25, like I am. So I think there are two things here. There's something different between dating and hooking up. A lot of people, I think, assume that I date guys that are younger than me. Um, I have found in my experience that they don't necessarily want to date me, that it's like I'm a bucket list item or just a fun experience, something to check off their list. Um, I've not found one guy yet who would want to, um, and it's probably the guys I choose honestly as well that, you know, that would want something ongoing. Yeah. So there is that difference, but there are those situations where that is the case and, and women, some women are more interested in that and the guys are too. Um, so the advantage of that, and I love younger women as well. I don't, I don't knock this. And, and actually, I would I'd advocate for young women finding older men as well because there's something called experience that's really wonderful for people to have. Right. So I think for younger men, in this case, um, from an older woman, they can find maturity. They can find experience, uh, no drama. And the beautiful thing about the older woman, younger man thing is that everybody's got their own life going on. Like, you know, I got my life, it's full. I've got plenty of stuff going on. I'm independent. I'm, you know, I don't need anybody for anything. I, you know, I make my own money. I'm not reliant yep. on that. So I got my own shit. So I'm not going to be all up in yours. Yeah. And the same thing with younger guys. Like, you know, they're, they've got friends. They've got work. They've got school, school yeah. in some instances. Yep. Homework. Yeah. Sports, <laughs> you know, so like, I don't have to babysit anybody. I don't have to. To, to, to worry about their time and if I got to, you know, and, and obligations and things like that. So I think those are some things that really for me, you know, why it's a, it's a good thing. Got it. And got why it. it's great for younger guys too. Let's talk and about experience and maturity are probably the two major ones. Absolutely. So let's talk about online dating and we got a bunch of questions grouped together here because this is a big fun. This is, yeah, you've done a lot of videos on these and I'm glad people, people wanted more. It. So let's talk about, so you're on Tinder, right? You're Tinder swiping. Tinder and Bumble, right? You're now. on yeah. Tinder and Bumble right now. So, so when you're swiping on Tinder and Bumble, let's talk. You know what you are looking for. So, you know, talk about the the dating the guy dating profiles that you know stand out to you. You know, which app do you think is better? Um, and then get into as well. Uh, once you match with someone that's older, you know, what's the approach in terms of you know messaging back? and forth with them, you know, is it, you know, should we have more of a conversation? Should we, you know, flirt a little bit just to set up a date? Should we see how it progresses to see if it gets sexual? Cover all of that stuff, you know, all the online uh, online dating stuff, but starting with what really stands out to you from a profile's perspective? What's gonna make you swipe yes on someone? So for me, you know, one of the reasons I'm in it for young guys is I'm really physically attracted to a fit guy, a guy who um, is taking care of himself, takes care of his body temple. Um, and, you know, otherwise I would be more inclined to hang out with guys my age. So I really look for physical fitness and a guy who's active. Um, so that's probably a, a number one thing and someone that I think would be attractive. 
Um, and then I look for pictures that reflect at least some shred of intelligence and maturity. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when I see pictures I posted the other day, you know, when they're like passed out in some hedge, you know, or they're in a, a toilet bowl, like throwing up or, you know, in seven out of eight of their pictures, they are sleeping and napping. Yeah. Um, you know, or there's like dead carnage everywhere Ooh. of like, you know, like bleeding deer and, you know, I mean, the fish pick, okay, whatever. I don't yeah. mind an occasional fish pick, but if yeah. they're like bleeding and there's guts and stuff, like, yeah. I just, Not you know, so those kinds of things are, are big turnoffs to me. Um, and, and, and piggy, stuff that's piggy in, in profile pictures. And again, I think there's that stereotypical cougar that guys think, oh, that all they want is, you know, they, they, they really want to see the bulge in my pants and my wrestling outfit yeah. and my uniform or my, you know, gray sweatpants. And, right. You know, on a profile, no, I'm not quite ready for that. Right. So, yeah, I do not like overtly piggy and sexual um, guys at all. Like, that right. just does not do it for me. Right, that, that comes so down the line. I think that's it, you know, in terms of the profile. Yeah. And you don't need a fancy bio or anything. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of guys don't know what to write in that blank space, right? I say Google it or just you put something about your interests, what you're looking for, um, what you like to do, um, you know, maybe a little bit about your work. You know, it doesn't have to be too crazy there. Yeah. Um, you know, TV shows, media, things you like like that. Can you here? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna share my bio with you. I want you to rate it for me. Yes. So this is awesome. So so my bio is, and I stole this from my favorite comedian Mark Normand. Um, he, so my bio is not quite six foot dot dot dot, but or not quite six foot, but still growing dot 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 as a person. Now see that's good. Now see that that shows funny. It shows maturity. Yes. And uh, yeah. I thought you were gonna show me the pictures and let me. Evaluate. Ah, maybe you know. Let's save that for part two because we're definitely gonna do this again. That'll be good. We're gonna do. We should do a social media audit of myself to see. And you can audit mine too. Yes. Yes. Okay. Part two. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I have to stick to the questions here, but ideas are going crazy right now. Okay. We'll save that for part two. Let, let's get <laughs> back to the it. people. Um, I know you did another video on this and a big post about this. How do you avoid? How do you spot? someone who may be catfishing you because this is a big thing oh, on man. social media and it and it's gotten better as the apps um you know have a verification process which is very easy um but you know just like anything people are going to find ways around it so how do you avoid yes. um getting catfished? Got, you know it's funny i've got a sixth sense for it i you know the, the, there was the one guy on tiktok that kind of got me um but I didn't send him money or anything. And, and you know, I talked to him on the phone too, which was kind of weird. Mm. Usually it's, it's like the pictures are, you know, they look like model pictures, right. you know, and there's not like real life going on yeah. behind them or, or around them, or they're not with other people necessarily. That's a big one. And then when you start messaging with them, it, it just, something's a little bit off. And I, you know, and I, I actually get really mad when people take advantage of young, horny guys because, yeah. I mean, you know, they're leading their lives with their dicks half the time, right? And so I don't like it's when true. people take advantage of that. That sounds crazy. I shouldn't be defending that, but I don't like anybody being taken advantage of. No. So, you know, I think guys could just kind of step back, keep it in their pants a little when, yeah. when trying to evaluate this, um, and, and, you know, and just be realistic. And you know what? Yeah. Had I known that guy was a real male model, like, first of all, I didn't think he was because I didn't actually think he was super, super attractive. But right. in some cases, I'm like, yeah, why would a guy that good looking be interested in me? Like, mm -hmm. I mean, come on, you know, things don't add up there. Right. Um, you just, you need to have some intuition about feeling and reading into that stuff. It, it's just a felt sense you get pretty early on. Yeah, for sure. So now let's switch from online dating to real world. So, you know... When someone's going to cold approach or, or approach a cougar in real life, I don't know, you know, what are some good places? You know, I think the typical ones, you know, it's like grocery store, yoga, spin class, you know, places like that. So, so where's a good place to where maybe you will run into an older single woman or and, and also, you know, what's the best way, you know, to 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 approach? You know, if if you were telling me, hey, you know, we're hanging out, right? And we see an older older single woman, and I ask you, Patsy, how do I approach her? You know, what should my opening line be? Is it just straightforward? Do I just introduce myself? What do I say? What do I do? How do I carry myself? Let's let's get those answers. Yeah, so, you know, I think 
the number one thing, and I'll say this, I always say this, Joe, is that lead with respect. Um, again, that don't assume that the cougar or older woman is that woman that you see on porn, you know, in porn, um, or you can just go up, you know, with, with your dick wagon and she's going right. to be all over it. Like, right. you know, that's, that's not going to be reality. Always lead with respect. And this goes for like, you know, when you're first messaging online, you know, just dropping in with like a, Hey, or a hello, or, you know, something about her profile, um, be respectful. To, yeah. you know, that, that's my, my leading thing. So if you're going in real life, so first of all, locations where you can meet older women, uh, like the ones you suggested, also like dog parks, I think, you know, and then oh, you've got something one. to talk about. You yeah. know, the dog is there and, the, you know, oh, what's your dog's name and da, 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 what breed, how old? That is so easy. Yep. That's like super easy to do. Yeah. Um, and, you know, fitness classes and, and gyms, too, I think are, are a, a lot easier, too, because you're, you're right there in that element where you have something to talk about. The grocery store thing, like, you know, or or like a Target or Walmart. Yeah. You know, like, oh, my God, like, I don't know what brand is she. Whole Foods. Like, what, you know, what color goes, you know, Home Goods. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, home, yeah. I've been back and forth with guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I Oh, my gosh. The, yeah. Home Goods, Michaels, Whole Foods. I mean, that has to be like, whoa. You're dealing, yeah. there's some high class, so, high class action right know, there. Go to these places where it's easier than to just start up a conversation like, uh, okay, I'm not going to be cheesy here. Like, you know, what kind of um, ribbon would you choose? You're not going yeah. guys aren't going to be shopping for ribbons most likely, yeah. Michaels. But, you know, but in home goods, you might be buying some sheets or pillowcases or, you yeah. know, some kind of knickknack to put on your shelf or, yeah. you know, and so get, get her opinion on something right. uh, in a grocery store. Like, oh my God, they're like 50,000 soy creamers. What the hell? Which one do you use? You yeah. know, just be funny about it. Yeah. Um, I think those are easy icebreakers that are in content. So I say, you know, make it contextual, uh, be respectful. You, I mean, you can make a compliment as long yeah. as it's not sleazy. Right. Um, and as long as you're respectful doing that, I know yeah. that guys are really scared to do that today. And I understand why, um, you know, the other thing about approaching in real life. Oh, before I forget. Yes. There's like those old people wine bars, like in your town. Uh, you know, yeah. Like I know exactly old, what you're talking about. Go, yeah. You know, in packs and divorcing yeah. Those places. Yeah. And I mean, that's a funny thing. If you know, even if they're in a couple and, and you've got a couple extra bucks with your buddy, just go up and just say, hey, we want to buy you guys a round of drinks. And they'll think it's, you know, whether they're yeah. single and available or not, you know, you can just kind love of feel it. it out and practice at least engaging with older women. Yes, absolutely. Oh, pool hog. Somebody ah. also mentioned that, like playing, then you're playing pool with someone or yep. axe throwing places, you know, places where there's activities too that you got can it. join other people in. Right. Um, and yeah, and then the approach just, you know, super respectful. Now, the big thing I get is like, well, how do I know if she's into younger guys? Yeah. How do I know if she's single? How do I know if she's into younger guys? And the thing is, I say this, Joe, is that you don't know, right? You, you just don't know unless she's got like a blatant wedding ring on. You're just not going to know. So I think you just shoot your shot anyway. You just, you know, leave with a compliment or say something sweet and, you know, just kind of see how things evolve with it. And, and I say that you don't have much to lose here. Because she's going to be flattered, and she's not going to necessarily trash you or belittle you like maybe someone your age would. Right. She's usually going to be flattered. She'll think it's cute. You've practiced shooting your shot, and and you know she might be into it or she might not. But it's just it's like no big deal. Right. Right. No, I, I agree. I, I definitely see it being a less harsh rejection, a much yes. more of a learning experience rather than some girl who's your age who's been hit on. 10 times that night and knows that she's hot and probably carries herself in a way where it's a little ridiculous, you know, probably she shouldn't have that much of an ego, you know, but you see these things. Um, and then, you know, it's a little bit more, more harsh. No, I, I agree. It's definitely a little, you know, but both rewards are high, both have a little bit of risk, but definitely less risk. Um, when, when approaching someone older, they're usually going to put you down a, a, yeah. a, a little bit easier. It's going to be a good learning experience, good practice for, you know, w once you hit it and you find that someone who is interested and, and single for sure. So let's get into some of these more juicy questions. And I, <laughs> yes, and I, and I love these. I'm going to read them right off uh, my phone. So let's get into this one. This one really jumped out to me. I think this is so great. Mm -mm. Your friend's newly single mother do you flirt with her? This is kind of like the, this is the equivalent of, hey, my buddy just got out of a relationship with this one girl who I like. Do I talk to her? This is kind of like that, but right. the older, older, more experienced version of it. 
So let's get into this because this is one one hell of a topic. It is. So, and I and I hear stories from young men all of the time about the crazy things that they do with their <laughs> with friends' moms, and you know how either they've gone on to come on to friends' moms. Usually, it's the friends' mom coming on to them. Whoa! Is the version that I hear. Most I've heard about this. So, but you don't you don't want your buddy finding out. You know, yeah. that's, that's just like, that's just weird, man. You don't, you don't want to know that your mom is like, you know, doing it with your best friend. Like, that's just, you know, so, you know, again, always it's the lead with respect thing. And I think the other thing that guys struggle with <clears throat> is emotional intelligence and reading situations and understanding if, you know, if this other woman that the, the friend's mom is, is actually into him, is, is there a dynamic? And when I'm, when I'm uh, DMing with guys or messaging guys um, and I get this kind of question, those are the kinds of things I'm digging for is I want to know, like, what's the dynamic with you and your friend's mom? Um, and you know what? Hey, if you, if you do go there, if you, you have to know that there might be a consequence, that you're taking a risk and it might actually compromise your friendship with this person. Definitely. It, you know, it's fine if you go ahead and do it, but just realize that there might be a very grave consequence. You might lose a friendship over it if, if he finds out. Um, and, you know, you also want to, again, it's respect and respecting that other, the older woman. And, you know, she might not want to do that with her son's friend, right? Right. So there's all these dynamics and, and nuances in it that, that to me, just I can't just say a black and white. It's, it's just it's all relational and it's all the subtext and all the nuances in that that would drive a decision if that makes sense. No, it, it absolutely does. If you just have to think about it, yeah. you know, and play out all of the options. Right. It reminds me of that scene. Have you ever seen Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn? I think I did see it. Yeah. Oh, there's a great scene cuz you know they, they they usually skip Christmas and that year they get caught because they're on the news because the 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 the, the fog shuts down all the flights going out of San Francisco so then there's people there, you know, they say they're, you know, not going on vacation. They're like going abroad to help like needy children learn English or whatever. And they just go on vacation. They skip their Christmases every year. So between Vince Vaughn and his girlfriend, who's Reese Witherspoon. Yes, I did Yes, that. and there's yes. four different Christmases and he shows, and Vince Vaughn shows up at his mom's Christmas and his best friend from childhood is with his mom. And you know, <laughs> I he, forgot about yeah, that yeah, it, it, awesome. yeah, it, it's great. And there's this, and they're playing, um, you know, like this game where there's a card and there's words that you can't say and there's a timer and you see how much you can get. Yeah, so when he's saying stuff like, ooh, it's that thing that I dripped on you like last Friday night. She goes, the wax. He goes, no, 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 before the wax. And Vince Vaughn is like getting ready to like throw up in his mouth and he has this great line like, it's just like, yeah, yeah like, like. No dude wants to know no, that his mom is, is doing no. anything in and around your friend. It's like, no, no dude, we, no. we used to be cool with each other. We used to play baseball. We used to smell each other's fingers. But now you're sleeping with my mom and it's a little fucking weird. Like that's, yeah, yeah. so when no, you're explaining. very, very weird. It, that's what goes through my head. So I think people, before they do it, should watch Four Christmases, see how badly that plays out. Or the old joke. Or, or the old Joe Rogan technique. He has an old uh, bit about this in his stand-up where he's like, jerk off, then think about it. You know, don't, you know, if you have a big decision, it's a weird thing for guys, but no. it's, it's fucked to say, but jerk off and then think about it. Hey, Clears it's your head. Not clarity. Absolutely. Yeah. Which is very oh, funny. Everything. Yeah. It, it, it's very funny, but, but it's so true. Okay. <laughs> L let's get to this next one. Another one that I like. This was always my dream that some teacher would take an interest in me. I even made a TikTok about this, about this poor teacher that, you know, went to, went to, um, you know, went to jail. And it's so funny, the dynamic, because again, roles reverse when it's a young guy, he's like a God, but it is, but it, it's weird. And, and I wish I didn't agree with this, but when it's a younger girl, it is more dangerous and worse and it's disgusting. But really when I hear about it's a, it's a, it's a guy, I, I, I mean, truthfully, honestly, I just, I think it's awesome. And I'm just like, wow, there's guys out there living my dream and I'm just here doing whatever. But how do you slide into your teacher's DMs? This is a great question. Whoever sent this in, shout out you. This is great. I wish I would have had this five years ago. Oh my God. Okay. So, oh wow. Yeah, this one. Loaded. So yeah, it, it is loaded with a lot of things. I think the very first thing that comes to my mind is... Uh, you don't want to compromise this person's job 
Yes. You know, or it, make, their make life. anything. I mean, it would change their life. In and around. Yeah. You know, you can keep it in your pants for another year until you're out. And, you know, then, you know, then think about sliding in once you're in college or you're, you know, out working and, and you're not in that school anymore where it would compromise her job. Right. Um, you know, I and I understand that fantasy and I know a lot of guys have it, but I think you know, and it does happen. Um, you know, you, you see these cases in the news, but you, you don't want to be in the news with that. No. You don't want that for yourself, your family, um, you know, and that teacher and that person and their livelihood. You know, that's, that's, I wish I had a more fun answer, but it's a really serious thing no, it um, is. in society today. And, um, yeah, I, I, that, <laughs> that one, I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch that what, one. What enough said, very straightforward, very good. And then you Check yes. it off your list if she's into it. Yes. And, you know, everybody's done with everything and it doesn't compromise something. Exactly. You're going to look back in 20 years. It's like, oh, I missed my opportunity because, you know, I, she was only into me because I was a student. But then you're going to realize, hey, I didn't ruin someone's life. I didn't hurt my life. I didn't hurt my family. Um, and, th you know, you're, you're going to be much, much happier for it. Um, so I saved this one for last because as much as I like the other, you know, all the questions that people wrote in, I really, really like this one. So, my 50-plus-year-old boss, or, you know, just your, your older boss, she hinted that she needed a drink at work. You know, maybe it could be in passing. She's having a tough day. Oh, I need a drink. And, you know, she's the one talking to you about it. You offered to go get one with her, but she said she can't. She has her daughter. When is an appropriate time to propose that you grab a drink another time? And, and this, is, this is an interesting one. Because do you think, I mean, is this really someone said, uh, you know, an older boss, is, is she, you know, let's say it's an older boss, it's a woman and a younger male employee. When she's saying that, and it's kind of really directed at you and it's not really in a group of people, I mean, th that's got to be sort of a sign, right? I mean, you know, as a guy, if we're looking at hints here, should you take that and run with it? Be like, oh, there's a little bit of interest here. She does want to grab a drink with me. She wants to spend some time with me outside of this office yeah so i think you know kind of the same one with this joe is is that you know um respecting um respecting that you're in a work environment right and uh, i mean hey people couples meet all the time in work environments um but it needs you know i just feel like it needs to be done in a respectful way right and you know honoring the uh rules and um the culture against sexual harassment and it, right. you know, it can be a really fine line uh, about how that plays out and you know again it's just it requires this emotional intelligence and, and knowing a little bit more about the situation like was he just alone with her or was he with a group of people i think as a follow-up with this if um it's okay in your company's culture and in your company's you know, what you signed off in hr and what's appropriate if it's okay for you to have kind of like an inter-office Right. Interaction like right. that. Um, Especially that, when it's, you know, here, you know, you have the boss and someone who is yeah. beneath, you know, that, that's more, definitely more complicated than people who are on the yes, same level. Is. That's it. Yeah. And I'm really glad you're bringing that in too, because that might make it more challenging for her. So I think this young man really needs to be aware. Again, it's that intelligence uh, to, to be aware of what's at stake there. You know, the fact that she is a boss and that there are, you know, all of these trainings that we all, you know, go through at work in and around sexual harassment uh, in the workplace. But I, I think that if all those signs are go, that, you know, maybe the next day she's having a really tough day and you see that or she's struggling with something and just say, hey, how about that drink later tonight? You know, I, yeah. I'd love to take you for a drink. Again, if all of those things are appropriate and it's okay and it's, it's not you're not putting her in an uncomfortable position or, or a compromised position because you, again, respect, then I say, you know, it's great and it's, it's fun and fine and people meet all the time at work. But well, that, it's just yeah, you have to have consider those other things. Exactly, jerk off and think about it. That's I think that's another I, great yes. I, I think it's that's just advice, man. You're just killing it today with that. I, I think well, I gotta remember that too. Well, I think you know it, it's weird. All these comedians who are like dark and messed up in the head. That's why they're so funny and have all these crazy stories because they have crazy life experiences. Actually, if you just listen to some of their stuff, they're joking. But if you take it kind of on face value, they give a lot of great life advice because. They've seen all the fucked up ins and outs, and they're usually the ones on the on the wrong end of a lot of these mistakes. 
So, I mean, I, I guess you just got to keep listening to stand-up comedy. And, and, you, and if you can draw the, the life advice out of it, you're going to be pretty good. Because I think that's a common theme for a lot of these things. Yes, no, that's so true. <laughs> well, Patsy, this we we did. I think we've done over an hour, or right at an hour. So this has oh, been it was so fun. So, it was fun. so fun. It flew by. We have so much more to do. We're going to be doing part two our social media audit. We'll see whenever we get to that. But this has been amazing. Um, I'm not sure when this is going to air. If this is going to be the first after dark interview, but this is the first one we ever recorded, and. I have to say, blew it out of the park. This was amazing, so insightful, so entertaining, so fun. So I just have to thank you again because this was awesome. Oh, and thank you. It was so much fun, and I really am so grateful that you slid into those sure. DMs and that we got to connect. I so shot I my it. shot. But see, I, like I said, I'm when I'm after it for my podcast or interview, I'm like, I'm in. I, I, can, I can do this. I'm confident with it. But if I just have to like cold message someone, I'm like, I don't know. Well, I don't it's know. Terrifying. It's, terrifying. it's terrifying. It's terrifying. It's different. It's different. Well, thank you, Patsy. Be sure to follow Hello Cougar. We got, we're going to have the graphics up. We're going to have it linked down below. Thank you guys so much for watching. As always, hope you enjoyed this one. Be sure to uh, subscribe, Joe Vore Podcast on YouTube, bell notifications, like, rate, review, follow um, on Apple and Spotify, the Joe Vore Podcast. Be sure to share this with everyone, like the video, comment what you think and what you guys want to see for next time because Patsy and I. Before you know it, we'll be back doing this again. So thank you guys so much.